Hi, good morning everybody and welcome to the Queen Mafia podcast. It's Nikili, your girl, and thank you guys so much for tuning in. We are so excited to be here with you today. And of course, what are we talking about? What are we discussing? Well, we are talking about budgeting during a pandemic. And I know a lot of people would be interested in this topic simply because everybody is home and a lot of people aren't making money. So we are trying to figure out what's the best thing to do at this time. However, I have a very, very, very special guest here with me today and it's Latoya Davis from Money Militant Money Management. Yes. So I have her here with me. Hey, say hi, Latoya. And I, hey, and I just want her to... You know, just bring some more information to the table for us so that we know how best to maneuver right now. So, Latoya, can you like just tell the people a little bit more about what it is you really doing, who you are? Uh, yeah, sure. Thanks, Lakini. Um, my name, as you know, is Latoya Davis. I am the founder of Militant Money Management, and I am a financial planner. Um, I would have completed a certificate, an online certificate, from Boston University in financial planning. Wow. And I try to help persons with their finances, personal finances. Mm-hmm. Because for me, it's like you need to know where your money is going and yeah. not just spend just because it's there. Yeah. And especially you know, in these times in a pandemic, yeah. you know, you really need to know what is happening financially. So, yes, I'm your girl. If you need any assistance, financial assistance, that is, you can always link with me. And trust me, you'll be on a good financial path. <laughs> trust me, girls. She is definitely the bomb.com. I had reached out to Latoya a few months ago, and I have not regretted it at all, actually. And, you know, it's just amazing to see that we have black women now who are stepping forward and just handling these areas, too, because it is a lot more easier then you are talking to a woman about money because they know how we like to we know how we like to spend sometimes. <laughs> That's to be honest. So we, we know how we love to spend. So it's always good to have a woman who can say, Yeah, you're spending too much and you're damn well. No, you're spending too damn much. So it's good to have Latoya. And you hear the name Militant Money Management. So you know she ain't playing. So Latoya, um Yes please. I just want to know, like, how can a person stay committed to their budget during a time of a pandemic when there are so many uncertainties? You don't know when, what is happening, when it's going to happen, you know? And, and for people who have children in a house, because I know some people don't, so they don't have to worry about those extra mouths to feed. But when you have children who are home with you all day and they People also eat when they are stressed out. So this could add to you spending more money in the supermarket that you would not have before budgeted for. So how can you really stay committed to that budget during a time like this? Okay, firstly, it depends on the the individual circumstance. So we mm-hmm. could have we have three uh, we have three potential situations here. Mm-hmm. One, the person that is still employed. Okay, so if you are still employed and you think that it could affect you in terms of being laid off or possibly a pay cut, then you plan to sue. Mm -hmm. So, for example, the pay cuts that have been, the percentages I've been hearing recently is 15% to 50%. So, I always try to work with like the maximum. Yeah. If you were to get a 50% pay cut, 
Yeah. What are the priorities, right? Yeah. Priorities, shelter, so rent slash mortgage, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. At the moment, you know, the, the financial institutions are giving you moratorium, I put it in quotation marks, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you're getting some assistance. Yeah. So you reach out to your financial institution, mm-hmm. let them know the situation, yeah. and you select the option that best suits you, which could be no payment at all towards your loan or yeah. just interest if you can't afford to pay interest. Mm-hmm. The next thing would be food. Yeah. Again, you need a budget. So if, okay. for example, you're accustomed eating Cheerios, um, Fruit Loops, those type of things, mm-hmm. you might have to then say, okay, I cannot afford Cheerios, Fruit Loops, and Frosted Plate this month. Mm-hmm. I can only get one of those three. So you have to really sit down and think about what you need as opposed to what you want because these are changing times and may not have the disposable income. True. Clothing. Just making sure that you have enough clothes and that you're comfortable. Not to say to go and buy clothes, mm-hmm. but just making sure that you have mm-hmm. enough clothing because, you know, the children might be home from school. They might need to change regularly, especially if they're doing um, online sessions with, you know, where everybody can see you and that type of thing. So, yeah. I mean, I'm just walking around the underwear. Yeah. So, clothing is very, very important. Mm-hmm. So, just making sure you have those essential things. Mm-hmm. What is of most importance at this time? Yeah. You have the person now who might be exhibiting or might be experiencing the um what is called the layoff, mm-hmm. which is you waiting on NAS NAS benefit. Again, you reach out to your financial institution if you have any loan obligations. Yeah. Let them know what is happening. My understanding is that they are they are willing to work with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, for those persons who don't have an emergency fund, this we will discuss a little later. Mm-hmm. I guess your base, because most a lot of people live paycheck to paycheck, so mm. you might not have any income because you're right now you're waiting on that NAS check. It's true. I know of persons who have not received an NAS check yet. Wow. And they still have to eat, and they still have to pay bills. Yeah. So I know there are one or two people who are assisting, like the most vulnerable, who are like giving out hampers and stuff. Yeah. If you are in a situation where you know you need assistance with food, reach out to a family member, reach out to a friend. Agree. Let them know. I think pride is. You get what I'm coming from? Yeah, I agree. I think pride yes. gets into the. The way of I think, a lot of Nikini, people. I think we got more pride than industry, girl. I agree, girl. More <laughs> pride than industry. I'm pride in the wrong places. <laughs> I agree. And I think, like, with situations like that, now is the time for us to band together as families as well. We need to be a bit more supportive. We need to not, you yeah. don't even have to wait for somebody to reach out to you. You know their situation just as well as they know their own situation. Reach out as well. Because some people feel uncomfortable reaching out because they don't want to be. See, they don't want to come over as though they, they, they're putting pressure on people when they too could be facing difficult times. So they, they hold back. Yeah. But no, reach out, conversate, talk to each other, communicate. If this is a time where we need to yeah. communicate and look out for one another. We cannot keep this, this whole thing, pride and ego and all these unnecessary characteristics that ain't really serving a purpose right now, you know. So we need to drop that shit and just yeah. move along. Um, yeah. In terms of what is an emergency account so that people you know understand what we are talking about what is an emergency account okay so basically emergency funds is money that you set aside in case 
you lose your job, mm-hmm. you're laid off. In case if you have, for example, the fridge breakdown and it needs to be, you need to get a new one or you need to re- get a replacement part, your car breaks down. Yeah. So it's basically it's the insurance, is your own personal insurance. You know, like, mm-hmm. what if yeah. this happens? You, you are like secured. Yeah. So that is basically what an emergency fund is. Mm-hmm. I tell persons all the time, you don't necessarily need to say, okay, I might say, you know what, it would be good to start up by having a $1,000 in emergency in your emergency account. You might not have that lump sum. I've worked with persons where I would have given them a um, savings plan, mm-hmm. and they put down between like a, a dollar a day, five mm-hmm. days, and it increases by another dollar. And it continues. So the maximum you're putting down a month is $100 a month. Yeah. And you just build on that and build on that until it reaches an amount. Because to me, the target is having three to six months of your expenses. Yeah. Your expenses would be your bills. Yeah. Once you have three to six months of that mm-hmm. and you were to lose your job, yeah. you wouldn't necessarily need to um, reach out to your bank and then seek whatever assistance they're giving you because you have the emergency fund yeah you can pay forward it's just that in situ in this covid situation we do not know how long this is going to be going on for exactly that's that the other is the thing. challenge yes that is but definitely at least the having challenge. enough something there while you wait on your nas chat mm-hmm. can still feed you can still pay the like bill and the phone bill and that type of thing you understand if yeah. they're not willing to assist yeah True, because yeah. I think like you know, I think a lot of people right now they've been down through the savings, the emergency um account because yeah, you you money you spend you spending money but you're not anything nothing is coming in so you have Correct. and then you have to spend and then there are so many things that people overlook. For instance, each and every time there's a notice as it relates to the whole COVID situation. Things change and people then change to suit or to accommodate that. So if you feel as though, you know, at one point I think people were thinking they were not going to have any access to groceries and stuff like that. So people was out buying like crazy, you know, making sure that they have this for them. And then you understand what I'm saying. If you're dealing with a, if you're dealing with a baby that got to get pampers and wipes and all of these things and you are not in a position to buy in bulk at that time, you know, you're every single time you get the opportunity to go and get these things, you will go. Because if it, it is, is one thing that I know for certain is that wipes don't last forever. Pampers don't last forever. You definitely need Not to have right. those things. You understand? <laughs> so I know people definitely yeah. going down through their emergency funds. But I also want to know, if you have an emergency fund right now and you have more than, let's say, three months of cash there, would you encourage anybody to invest right now? Because as you can see, there's so many different things going on on the stock market and there's so many different industries and I know when there's a pandemic or there is um, a depression, when people run away, this is this is a perfect time to invest. That is what I have been taught. So I just want to know what you think about that. Well, I I, I understand the question. Um, to me, it's twofold. Twofold yes. in terms of nobody knows the extent that this COVID thing will go on for. Mm-hmm. So to me, cash, having cash available at hand is priority yes. to, to deal with any of your needs, mm-hmm. which is utilities, food, shelter, clothing, right? Yeah. Um, if you do think 
that you can maybe invest a small amount because we all know that oil dropping. Yeah. Oil is like at its best right now. Yeah. <laughs> and if you think you can close your eyes and comfortably invest some money in the in the oil industry at this point mm-hmm. with, with the hopes that it picks back up just in time that you can see your 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 benefit yeah. or you can benefit from it. Uh-huh. Now is the time. Yeah. However, I will say at this point in time hold on to your cash mm-hmm. as long as possible. I would only tell persons to invest if they know that they can take a chance at this point in time mm-hmm. and still have enough cash to run them through. Let me say, for example, another six to eight months. Yeah. Question. If there are two people, for instance, uh, you know, a husband and wife in a household and they both have emergency accounts and along with some cash that they can use at this time, one body can decide, and some, let me just say one body decided, you know, maybe you focus on the food and I focus on investing, or, you know, let me just put together and invest so that I put 20 cent, you put 20 cent, right? And that way, mm-hmm. we can both be able to take care of the household and still invest. Because there are a lot of millennials right now who are, you know, who do have their act together, some of them, and they are interested Uh because, you know, they're very financially savvy now and they're doing a lot of different things. And um, so I just wanted to to, to put that on the table. Do you think that that is doable? Should they... I can see it being possible, so I just wanted to know if yeah, you, yeah, it can for sure. As long as you have the means to, as long as you have the capital, as long as you have the cash, mm-hmm. and you are comfortable, because not everybody will be experiencing a dire situation. You might still have money coming in, or you might just have enough, more than enough cash reserves available that you can invest. Yeah, during this time, because like you say, you know, when everybody frightened at the time to get in, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so you're absolutely right as long as you have the means to mm-hmm. i think you should go for Toronto on i think you should just go on and get busy yes so i do agree with that do we have anything like as it relates to entrepreneurs right now because you know this was last year 2019 2018 2017 we have seen so many different entrepreneurs emerge out of any and nowhere and everywhere you know and i think that that's such a even beautiful 2020 with the mask, you know even 2020 with the mask so it's like kudos yeah. to all of the entrepreneurs out there keep my head up and, and stay strong but for entrepreneurs who have yes. all of the responsibilities are at them how financially you know a lot of people are not in a position to make money right now because like say for the nail tests at home right now for the people from the beauty industry people some of the people from the food industry that you know sell food on weekends and so on um how what advice will you give to them right now financial advice um my advice i just want to go forward to come back yeah i i would like that Coven teaches some or teaches entrepreneurs this lesson, which is always try to pay yourself first. Mm. So if you make a hundred dollars a day, right? Mm-hmm. You take out a small percentage for yourself, 
Mm-hmm. You know, some might have to go and rent. You know, you might still got to use some to go to your supermarket. Yeah. But always place some for your side because you know what? You are entrepreneur. So you know what that means? You might choose to contribute to NAS. But in, these, in this time, in this situation, you are not entitled to any unemployment. Yeah. Your NAS contribution is, is merely for pension. Yeah. That looks as you get for pension if you are contributing. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So... In this situation here, no money is coming in. Yeah. So what you should do, hopefully it teaches some of our entrepreneurs that don't care what happens, always try to set aside something for you in case it's rainy day. Mm-hmm. I had this, my father's an entrepreneur. He's self-employed, right? Mm-hmm. He is a freighter. Yeah. And I reach up to him because we usually chat, but we actually had a long conversation the other day, and they asked him, I was like, Daddy, how is everything? Because I know, you know, you self-employed, you're afraid of I want to afraid of know. you got to be home. Mm-hmm. How are you managing? And he was like, um, I got any day fun, so we cool. Hey, Eric. Exactly. As a freighter, Nakini. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> so what I'm saying is, he is not really feeling it because he set aside fun. For a rainy day. Yeah. All right. So we're not talking about influencers that don't have it because not everybody might not be planning for what hit. They might say, "Okay, well, like, I got a skill as well, so somebody will always be coming to me. I don't, I don't need to." But now look, right? Yeah. Um, this is a situation where what I would probably say is just continue putting your business out there in terms of so that your clients and other clients will see, okay, but this person is like going to place come back up, maybe we'll go to this person. Mm. In terms of getting you through financially, no, you might need to, if you don't have any savings at all, this is a time now that you can probably reach out because I think the government doing like these packages where for the most vulnerable, if you are considered the most vulnerable, mm. you might need to maybe seek some assistance from the government and our family, our friends, mm-hmm. at this point in time. This is not the time to be prayed for. This is not the time the kid to be just now home and crying. Mm-mm. This is the time Survival of the to fitness, sit down girl. And, think and see how you how you can get back, get back up on your feet yep. and try to move forward. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yes, this and- is the time. This is definitely that time, and I want people to understand. I know a lot of people jump into entrepreneurship, and I always say to people, entrepreneurship is not easy. It is not, it is not. easy, and it's not for the no. faint at heart. You gotta be really strong, committed, and continuously keep getting up when you get knocked down. Mm-hmm. Even if you can't yeah. get right up the same time, just roll over on your back, honey, and just lay down, look up at the sky, you can get back up. But you definitely have to move forward. This is about moving forward. And now yeah. that we are going to be going into our new norms, we need as, entre- as entrepreneurs need to start to create the new normal for their businesses as well. So you cannot now sit down and say, you know, after this situation, you're just interested in only collecting money on a weekly basis and buying whatever you feel like. No, prioritize. Be committed exactly. to your journey. See that word there, Nikili? Yeah. Prioritize. Yep. You definitely that need to it, prioritize. Girl. You gotta be willing to make sacrifices. You gotta be willing to see things that you really want and look past it and be like, Yeah, I gotta really stay committed to what it is I said I want in the long run. And it's not easy because when you yep. see all of your friends going out, you wanna go too. When you see all of your friends yep. eating out, you wanna eat out too. When you see all your friends buying jewelry you want saying so I look cute too, but at the end of the day, is it 
a priority it is not it's not a necessity you you your business need um accessories your business need this your business need that and you need all kind of things and i will tell people as it relates to you know but keeping and stuff like that as an entrepreneur if you are not good at that area of your your business find somebody to help you you're not gonna yeah. find somebody to assist you. Fuck, damn, they'll call Latoya. What the hell? Just call Latoya, you know? Um, yeah, like, you need to be able to see your numbers. Yeah. You, I, like, I like to tell people, you need to be able to see your numbers on people. Mm-hmm. So you can really see what is happening. And what isn't. I find when I assist persons with, with budgeting, they're like, wait, well, Latoya, I didn't know what I did. Turn this amount of money in this. Mm-hmm. Wait, what that's how you put it on paper. It's like, no, boy, I can't be spending this money in this. They need to know. I can't be spending this money in that. Uh-huh. And a trade to cut money. Yep. And yes. that's what you think people need to do because at the end of the day, like, this is where you, this is, this is you bread. This is how you making your money. So you got, you really got to take time out to focus on it. And yeah, now that we talking about, you know, entrepreneurs, Something else that I think that we need to address is like, at the end of the day, we just need to collaborate more because there are expenses that we have that we shouldn't have as entrepreneurs. I see everybody now doing this entire entrepreneurship challenge by tagging people on social media and stuff like that. And I think it's a great initiative, but you know what I think would even be better if don't just tag each other, have a conversation start to cut down on those expenses that you have that you shouldn't even have because you got a friend as a photographer he got a friend that doing barter you you know barter because yes you understand and it it is a win-win situation everybody wins in the end you get what i'm saying so what was the what's the real hold up and people like we we, girl this part of industry thing has got these people beat so bad they got so much pride. They don't yes. want. They don't want act like if they want help from somebody, but somebody has to help you. And we, as a people, as black people, we need to to realize that we need to understand. We need to help each other to pull ourselves along. This is this is what every other ethnic group do does. That's and and you better make time to go the chili door. Exactly. Times. Exactly. Yeah, we all need each other to get through. I mean, at any day you want to make money as an entrepreneur because you got bills. Exactly. In, in, in situations where, for example, you need some you are here dresser, and you know a photographer who the, who also needs to get the hair done, mm-hmm. but you need something done on your website. Yeah. Have a situation where you say, okay, look. Um, Buzzy Cross was a hair unit, but he said, okay, well, like, $300. Mm-hmm. Are you like, okay, I could do your hair. I could do your hair maybe twice a month. I mean, sorry, for three months to cover that expense. Will you feel about that? No problem. You understand where I'm coming from? Exactly. Have these kind of conversations. Exactly. That way will really reduce your expense and everybody get it through. Exactly. So I, I agree. That's fantastic, McKinney. I think that. The thing is, is for people to understand too, group economics. And what we need to do is to just take the opportunity to sit 
and do some research on group economics and look at what the other ethnic groups are doing. They are sitting down and planning their, their vacations and business trips together to cut down on that expense, to make sure that, okay, I bring it in soap, you bring in toothpaste, you bring in, you bring in hair, hair products, you bring in something, everybody's sitting down deciding what they are bringing in to sell to us, you know. We ain't we ain't we ain't having yeah. these conversations, but them these busy we the consumers. So the black people is the yeah, consumers, and we them sitting down discussing. You understand? So them sitting down discussing their trips and making sure that they fill their containers together. And after they fill their yeah. containers together, they're gonna pay and bring it in together. Go down in the port and get it, bring it out, and then they're gonna sit down and, and start to share where is everybody gotta get. And then you feel that just because I selling soap and you selling hair products that I ain't gonna call on there if somebody come in the store for, for hair products and ask you to send out something, of course. Because we all eating course, together. Exactly. We all eat together. Exactly. So, we mm -hmm. need to stop with this individual thing, but we just want to make it by ourselves. No, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you really want to get there, you need to go together. If you really want to have and that. For longevity too. Exactly. For longevity, yeah. So, mm -hmm. I think what financial conversations right now, because the family is home together. What financial conversations right now do you think families should be having together at this time? This is entrepreneurship families, or these are just families all together? We could do both. So let me break down for the entrepreneurship okay. families first, and then, or let me do the regulars first. Let's do the regular regulars first. Yeah, the regulars. <laughs> yeah. So in terms of the regulars, mm -hmm. um, let me, okay, so in terms of the regulars, whether you got income coming in, or you don't have any more income, or you got half income, <laughs> I think this is the time now that both, everybody should be sitting down and thinking about, okay, what am I good at? What am I good at? What are my assets? Mm. What am I bring to the table? Yeah. And see how you can, how we can work together, mm -hmm. get into groups, to see how I can turn my asset or assets into a business. Uh. So, so say, for example, you have your full-time job, say you're still employed. Yeah. You're still being paid in full. So let me say you're probably an essential worker. You're still being paid in full, but you still have some time that you and your household or your partner, whoever can come together, or you might know other people that can probably help you and guide you into creating this side hustle or this side job mm -hmm. to help supplement income. Mm -hmm. Because I can guarantee you that not every household at this point in time have two incomes coming. Yeah. And if there are two, they probably add up to one. Yeah. Because of the pay cut. Mm -hmm. So this is the time to really stick them and dig deep. Yeah. What are you good at? What are you good at? You know, and then of course you got to get to account cost. Do all of your research. Yeah. Is it time to be on Instagram? Like, wait, what was a part of the what the TikTok challenge or whatever it is? Girl, these challenges <laughs> got these people going. Yeah, it's gonna relieve the stress too. I agree. It's, it's about stress, balance. Right? But it's about balance. There mm -hmm. you go. It's about balance. This is the time to sit down. No, I really dig deep. It, I agree. Yes, you had your time to pray. Pray is necessary. You need to get it out, but you can't be praying forever. Ask yourself, what's the next step for me? Yeah. What am I going to do from here? Especially if you have little most to feed. Yeah. Yes. I agree. As it relates to the entrepreneur now, mm -hmm. who is on able to email texts and the ladies in town that sell clothes? Who is on? Who these people that are on able now to sell? 
their services mm-hmm. are their items. This is a time now to ask yourself, am I doing enough? Yeah. What more can I do? Agree. Because we don't know how long this shutdown is going to go on for. Suppose it goes on till August, September as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. And you don't have nothing. You don't have no money coming in, Nikili. What that happen? It's true. And you got children to feed. Mm-hmm. And bills still coming, no though. No emergency funds. You see that? Bills still coming. If it's wanting... Exactly. <laughs> if it's wanting that coming in, it's bills. I can see that clearly. Yes. So, you exactly. know. I just... So, these are the times yeah. to sit down and ask yourself, what can I possibly do now? Mm-hmm. If it's case where... You're still having challenges come June and uh, July. And you're, you know the family members really stepping up. You're really assisting you and that type of thing to get you through mm. in terms of food. Yeah. Um, you don't stop. You don't just sit down there and wait for the handouts all Mm-mm. the time. You just keep trying to figure out what more can I do? What else can I do? Mm-hmm. It might be hard in terms of you know, the whole face-to-face interaction mm-hmm. as well as getting physical things to people. But there's, you can do delivery. You can mm-hmm. try to say the supermarkets might need help. Yeah. One or two places, I think, might try to open back up. Are you willing to go and maybe apply to do other things? Yeah. As the entrepreneur? Yeah. Yeah, I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. So you really don't have to step outside that box yeah. and open up and be willing to do other things. Agreed. Question, well, not really a question, but I think that right now, we all need to consider generational wealth. I know we talk about it all the time. We talk about it, you know, as much as we possibly can. Out of the side of the neck, we talk about this thing. But I think that people know that you are home together as a family unit. Y'all need to start doing some research on generational wealth. It is not just about, I am the only person that is focused on becoming um, wealthy. We all are focused on becoming wealthy. We all are focused about what is going to happen to our to our generations to come. Because this is not just for us. I am interested in being a millionaire. My sister is interested in being a millionaire. And our children will inherit these things. So, And their children will inherit these things. And it's a, it's a, it is a culture that we have to... to allow ourselves to become a part of it or to make it a part of our culture whatever it is we just need to start talking about it we need to cut people first and have financial conversations just let me start there you know so i think that that is something that we definitely need to consider at this time well Latoya, girl it has as per usual it's always a beautiful thing talking to you you bring so much to the table and i am grateful yes, to have you at all times i do agree with the generational love doing the concern about that i really do you're absolutely right yes yeah, we need to start having these conversations truly and if you have friends that you could create generational wealth with you can yeah. also talk to them as well. I know women who, I, love, I got so many powerhouses on my phone, right? And I just know that if some of these women could just come together and stay committed to creating generational wealth together, I know what they could do. I just know. Because well, is, even at your session that you had there um, in February, mm-hmm. a homie just came together and the ambience of the place, I hope it was just so free yes. to speak and be ourselves. Yes. I think that 
this is something that we should be doing once a month. Oh, you agree. Come together, sit down, you know, bring different things to the table on the Kiwi. It was just so warm and inviting and engaging. Mm-hmm. I really and beneficial. Beneficial. And positive. Yep. And positive. Because, you know? Uh, yeah, all women don't sit down and just think about, you know, the next cute dress. We actually have substance we actually have things that we are talking about we actually think about taking over the world so like yeah, yeah we, we really yeah. need to get together if you think you're a powerhouse then you should definitely reach out because we need women that are like that and if you know that you just want meetings and talking 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 because we will action you can tell that we will action we will action this is the queen mafia podcast and she from militant money management we ain't about no talk we will action <laughs> So yeah, true. come on board ready to go because we ain't going to pause, right? So Latoya, no, definitely no. plug yourself. Let everybody know where they can find you. Anybody that's interested in reaching out for business, anything, just let them know how to connect with you. Sure, yes, please. I can be found on Instagram, Militant Money Management. This is management with an MGMT. I am also on Facebook, Militant Money Management. And my number, you can contact me at 252-1328. Yes, any personal financial help you might need, budgeting, assistant, I even do free consultations. Uh, you can always reach out. Yeah, feel comfortable to do so, you know. Thank you so much, Latoya. I truly appreciate it. And for anybody who is interested in finding the podcast, you can definitely find us on Instagram and Facebook. We're also on Spotify, Anchor, and SoundCloud and YouTube. So if you're interested in seeing or hearing or listening to the podcast at any time, that's where to connect with us. And if you're interested in connecting with us for business, it's the Queen Mafia podcast at gmail.com. And that is where to find us. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And it's being real, y'all. Bye-bye.